0: So I hope you're enjoying your experience of this Christmas Eve. Uh, This service, the songs we've sung, the Bible passages that have been read to us, the videos we've seen, they're all about the day that God himself chose to become one of us and live among us. It's because of the truth of that story and how that story has changed lives for over 2,000 years that we are here this evening. Friends, this story changes lives for the better. It's been changing lives for the better for over 2,000 years. It has totally changed my life and the lives of hundreds who are a part of the Fort City Church family. And we're here to say tonight that this story, if you are willing to take the time to understand it, this story has the potential to radically transform your experience of life, giving you purpose, joy, strength, overcoming power that you never imagined possible. The Apostle John, one of the disciples of Jesus, summarized what it's all about with these words. For God so loved the world that he gave his one and only Son, that whoever believes in him should not perish but have eternal life. For God did not send his Son into the world to condemn the world, but to save the world through him. Jesus further said, I have come that you might have life and have it to the full. Life to the full. That is what Christmas offers us. And friends, we want you to know there is purpose, there is joy, there is a depth to life, there, there is an enhanced quality available to your relationships with family and friends that can only come from this Jesus when you allow Jesus to come into your life, when you choose to follow him. Now we do this thing here at Fort City uh, for the guys, we have these wing nights. We get together at a local pub for wings and beer or wings and coke, or we're sensitive to those who are working through addiction issues. And there are a few guys who just don't like beer, go figure, but wing night is pretty popular. Now we get a few guys who turn up at wing night who never really have anything to do with church. So I always extend the invite, tell them to come on over to Fort City on a Sunday, and you might be surprised, or maybe not, that some of these guys just look me right in the eye and say, Doug, just don't go there. I'll have a beer with you, but that's it, because if you only knew what I've done, If you only knew what I am doing right now, there is no way I'm going to church. I don't do church. Hey, I just might get zapped and burned to a crisp if I were to walk through the doors of your church. Not a chance. Like burn, baby, burn. And then they laugh and put up a wall. But I've managed to get a few guys to turn up and the lightning bolt of mass human destruction did not happen. And what did happen? was really a lightning bolt of love. Seriously, they discovered that God loves them just as they are, that God can powerfully change lives for the better. Can we be honest with each other for a moment? Most of you are not regular church attenders. You're you're here because it's a Christmas Eve candlelight service. It's an awesome tradition, and really it is. But as well, there is something deep inside of you that wonders if some of this God stuff is true. Maybe. Some of you wonder if there might be more to life than what you're experiencing right now. But for now, Christmas Eve is enough. Let's not overdo church. Christmas, that's okay. Maybe Easter even, but that's more than enough for me. To be honest, that's just a lot of us here tonight. And we're glad you're here. But full disclosure, we didn't put this Christmas Eve service together just so that you would have a sweet Christmas experience and get that Christmas quiver in your liver, right? You know what I mean? We, we don't want Christmas Eve to just feel like another Hallmark movie on the women's Channel. All right, my wife loves those movies. Many of you do, do, right, right? I'm, but I'm just of the opinion that the best Christmas movie is Die Hard, and uh, the closest I ever get to a Hallmark movie is maybe Home Alone, just saying. And, and we've been praying. Yeah, we actually prayed for you before you came. But well, we're praying that you'll get more than a Christmas movie experience, that you might just come to sense the presence of God, that you might see that Jesus is alive and well and at work in our world and wants to be at work in your life. That you, might, that you might just consider what it means to become a follower of Jesus. And I hope saying that doesn't scare you too much, but we do this service praying that some of you will experience Jesus during the service and actually choose to follow him. Just letting you know, okay? Just, just being honest with you. We really believe all this stuff that we've been talking about and singing about. And hey, I'm praying that you won't just see and experience God here tonight in this service. I'm praying that you might open up to the possibility of seeing God all around you every day, wherever you are, because he is all around us. One of the ways that I see God and I personally experience God is in the beauty of the outdoors here in northern Alberta. The Apostle Paul describes it like this, for since the creation of the world, God's invisible qualities, his eternal power and divine nature have been clearly seen being understood from what has been made. Now, I'm a a bit of an outdoors junkie. When I look around, all I do is I go, wow, only God. I mean, look at that beauty and that complexity. Only God. I do not see a big cosmic accident. I don't think you can be truly honest with yourself and look at the beauty and the complexity of this world and not see the hand of an intelligent designer. It takes far more faith to believe that, uh, you, you know, it was all one big freaking accident, right? That, that's just a statement of faith on lots of people's part. But now, how I love the outdoors does get me into trouble with some. I like to fill my freezer with some venison and moose and grouse and ducks and geese and sandhill cranes. No moose. Oh well. I have friends in Ontario who struggle with that big time. They think that the government should buy back some of the tools I use to fill my freezer, but we won't go there tonight. I'll save that rant for my Facebook page. You you can join my Facebook page, okay? But I've actually had several unfriend me lately, and I'm okay with that. But in my pursuit of uh, deer and other game, I end up in places, incredible places, I would never have gotten to otherwise. And I marvel at the beauty of what's all around me. It's amazing where a deer or a moose can lead you. I have some awesome pictures of deer hanging just after a fresh snowfall. Facebook is covering those pictures, calling them sensitive content. I think they're a work of art. And while I thought of showing a few pictures from the hunt this fall, I've been told that when I've done this in the past, that for one person I destroyed Christmas Eve for them. So I'll just be slightly more sensitive and show you this beautiful piece of art, a Ram 1500 with a Can-Am quad in camo, sort of in the majestic setting of sun and bush a few miles south of here. And I don't have time to explain, but that's a spot where I experience God very powerfully. And at the end of January, I'll be part of a a quad or really an off-road vehicle trip on the winter roads with backup trucks. To We're going to go to Yellowknife and back. We used to just go to Hay River and back, but we're we're stepping it up. And we're raising funds for the North Life Baptist Soup Kitchen. So let me do a little shameless self-promotion and say I'm open to sponsors. For me, uh, our winter roads are just incredibly beautiful. And if you've never done a trip, you know when I uh, moved here, I got this little thing that said winter roads, ice roads, were a vacation destination, and I laughed. It's true, they're awesome. But then I have a few friends who think that the Wood Buffalo National Park should be closed to off-road vehicles, really they do. And I love the outdoors, and I'm for any sustainable way for being in the outdoors year round. I know we got to be balanced and all, sensitive to our fragile environment. I get that, don't worry. I really am balanced about it all. And I know, some of you think I need to get some better friends. Okay, I used to live in Ontario, forgive me. But anyways, what's my point? God is all around us. And if we would be open to looking, we would actually see him. God is here right now in the midst of this Christmas Eve candlelight service. And when we play outdoors, God is there all around us. He created it all. If you're hoping, it's not hard to see. And when you go to work, you might think, God's nowhere to be found there. No, he's there too in the ingenuity of human technology, in the heart of a person who shows love and kindness and encouragement, in the resources that we're blessed to extract to fuel our planet in a sustainable way, God is there. You see, the Christmas story reminds us that we live in a world created by God, that our God saw the mess, the brokenness of our lives and this planet, and he came into this world through Jesus to live among us and then to die for us. Friends, his death followed by His resurrection is so powerful that it has the power to change your life for the better, to give you life to the full that you so yearn for. And and His death promises that this broken world with disease, war, terrorism, wildfires, and on and on, that this beautiful but broken world we live in will one day be made right. Our hope, our prayer is that by you being here tonight, you might consider the message of Jesus. That he is alive, very much at work, all around you. That he actually wants to do life with you, even give you life to the full now and forever. And that this beautiful world, while it is broken and such a mess in so many places, Jesus promises to restore this world as he promises to restore and heal your life. We can have life to the full now, but friends, the best is yet to come. And that's what Jesus came to bring that very first Christmas. So maybe you've never made a commitment to follow this Jesus, and maybe, just maybe, Jesus is speaking, whispering to you right now about taking a closer look at this life-changing and really planet-changing faith. So can I give you an invitation? I I want to invite you back and see how Jesus changes lives and even improves relationships with each other. We got this awesome message series that Dulce talked about called Dysfunction. And by the way, uh, I just wanted to let you know, you're all dysfunctional, so am I. In case you didn't know that, good news. And um, we can all do better at relationships. And we have a series that's not just about how-tos, but it's a series that wants to introduce you to Jesus, who wants to empower us to do relationships better. We also have this course called Starting Point. It's a safe place to explore the basics of the Christian faith. It starts in January as well. We'd love to have you at Starting Point. So with all of that, let's pray, and we'll move into the climax, kind of the favorite part of the service when we light our candles and sing by candlelight. But first, would you join me for prayer? Father God, we want to say thanks that you are all around us and that as you surround yourself around us, that you love us, that you want us to experience life that flourishes, life that has purpose, life that is truly exhilarating and full of joy. Thank you that you sent Jesus that first Christmas to make a way for us to experience that life. And I pray, Lord, that people in this room would experience that life in new and fresh ways in this next year. And God, would you come and move powerfully even as we wrap this service up, as we sing of that special night when you broke into the world because of your love for us. We give you thanks that we have this privilege and opportunity to gather tonight to spend some time with you, and then to be touched and changed by you forever. We pray in Jesus' name. Amen.